Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Standing O podcast with me, Coach D. I'm really excited you're here because today I have a special treat for you. I gave a sneak peek, or actually a sneak listen, to my daughter, and she was. it was just fun to watch her listen to it because she was just beaming. And now, granted, she is the inspiration behind the story you're about to hear, but I... I feel excited that you too can listen with childlike ears. Um, As I shared with you in the very first episode of the Standing O podcast, I am a daddy's girl. And my dad was the consummate storyteller. I mean, I still meet friends to this day and, you know, they just talk about, oh, your dad's stories. But there was times where I would be sitting at the kitchen table, like doing homework, and I would just want the answer. Like, it's late, I'm tired, I don't care about social studies, but dad would start off with a story. And it was his way of helping me um, get adjusted or get engaged or motivated or have a little bit of care into the story. And it wasn't just homework that stories came. It was also any hurdle I faced, any uh, decision I was having to make, dad had a story. And he, he knew the power of story. As a teacher, he knew the power of story and that through story, there's theme and there's moral and it's the ability to transform into someone else's narrative. And so that's what I'm bringing to you today. And I hope it's the first of many story times here on the Standing O podcast. So no matter what stage of the game you're in, I think you'll be able to see yourself in today's story, in Brooklyn's story. Are you still playing with joy? So here it is. Here is Brooklyn's Shot, written by me, and read by the talented Elizabeth McBride. Enjoy. Can I try that, Daddy? Brooklyn's daddy bounces over the ball. Brooklyn is five. The basketball which her daddy can palm with one hand is bigger than her whole head. The hoop in which she is aiming stands twice as tall, but neither of those things she seems to notice. Brooklyn has watched her daddy, her brothers, and the neighborhood kids shoot on this driveway hoop for all her summers. Now, she figures, with her bare feet and pigtails, it is her turn. Brooklyn shoots. The ball goes up. The ball comes down. The ball bounces down the driveway. Undeterred, Brooklyn skips until she grabs after the ball, picks it up, and then skips back into position. Use your legs, Daddy says. This time, Brooklyn squats a little lower and jumps a little higher when she shoots. The ball grazes the net. Ooh, closer. Again, she skips, picks up the ball, and then skips back to position. She shoots and misses. Skips, fetches ball, skips, shoots, misses, and again and again, skip, shoot, skip. Each time Daddy offers support, closer, use your legs, push hard, 
You got this. Good shot. And each time Brooklyn gets closer and closer to a basket. Brooklyn skips down the driveway to fetch her ball after it bounced off the rim. She grabs the ball with both hands and again skips back into position. She places her tiny hands where Daddy showed her. She squats down, jumps, and swish! Booyah! Way to go, Brooklyn! You did it! But Brooklyn doesn't really have time to celebrate. She lets the ball bounce down the driveway. She, barefoot, skips over to her bike, gets on, and scoots away. On to the next adventure. With each passing summer, the driveway hoop sees more and more of Brooklyn. She is old enough now that basketball is a pretty big deal. She plays on a team, has fancy basketball shoes, and practices fancy basketball moves. Brooklyn no longer sees basketball as a game for her brothers and neighborhood kids. Basketball is the game for her. Brooklyn is outside practicing in the setting sun because she is determined to be a starter on next year's team. She doesn't realize, but her daddy is on the front step watching, watching as she dribbles between her legs, steps back, and shoots a three-point shot. She misses. Brooklyn's daddy notices she doesn't skip like she did when she was five. But her walk and jog still have a characteristic little bounce to them. Daddy smiles to himself, remembering the barefoot, pigtailed girl who skipped to retrieve her ball. Brooklyn grabs the ball, dribbles back to the edge of the driveway where she and her dad painted a makeshift three-point line. Brooklyn dribbles twice between her legs, steps back, shoots, misses jogs a little faster this time to get the ball. Again, dribbles, shoots, hits the rim. Dribbles, shoots, in and out. She no longer jogs, she stomps. She pounds the ball as she dribbles. Between the legs, shoots, off the backboard. Brooklyn screams in frustration, flops down and starts pulling up grass instead. She lets the ball bounce down to the end of the driveway. I quit. Missing a few shots has never stopped you before, her dad says, now standing behind her, ball in hand. It's just not working. I have to make that shot every time if I'm ever going to start, yet alone play for a team. I seem to remember a girl who would have rather ridden her bike than make a big fuss over a mist or a made basket. I'm not five anymore, Dad. That was just for fun. This actually means something. Before Brooklyn has time to think, she catches the ball her dad tosses at her face. Twenty-one, he says. See if today's the day you take the old man down. 
Brooklyn rolls her eyes as her dad is already in his defensive position, as though he's guarding LeBron James at the three-point line of the NBA Finals. Check. She stands up and bounces the ball at him. It doesn't take long before her brother's and the neighborhood kids come outside and start placing bets and trash-talking. Tied up. 18-18. Check! Brooklyn throws the ball at her dad, who still insists on waving his arms around, attempting to disguise the fact that he is covered in sweat and out of breath. Brooklyn lowers her shoulders, drives forward, and fakes the old man out. Dribbles between her legs, steps back, shoots, nothing but net. 21-18. Daddy falls to the ground in complete theatrics and actual exhaustion. Her brothers cheer, mock him, and start collecting from the neighborhood kids. Brooklyn laughs skips a little as she chases down the ball and puts it under her arm. She walks back up to her dad, holds out her hand, and helps him to his feet. I thought you quit. I guess I put too much pressure on myself and forgot that playing was fun. Daddy puts his arm around Brooklyn's shoulder, which these days is just as tall as his own. To me, You'll always be the little girl who skipped to shoot. Brooklyn smiles. I'll try and remember that. Oh, good try. Oh, good try. Put the arms hard as you can. Push hard. Oh, good Jump try. with your legs. Oh! Oh! Legs! Oh! Oh! Push hard! Jump up oh. there! Oh! Oh! Push hard! Hands under there! Legs! Yep! Push hard! Go! You got it! Booyah! Brooklyn! Good job. Wasn't that so fun? That video on the end, it actually, that was my daughter. And as part of the reason why she was smiling so hard when she listened to it, when I gave her the sneak peek, she doesn't remember it, of course. She doesn't remember that happening at all. But of course, as her parents, we remember that so well because it's that little girl joy that just, it fills us up and Having a daughter, I just marvel at this pure joy that radiates from her. This just, this inhibition to just do what she wants to do the way she wants to do it. And I just, I wonder where does that joy go? And actually the Girl Scout Research Institute, they put together this comprehensive report and they found that confidence in girls, it peaks at age 11 and then it drops and it doesn't come back to that same peak until the age of 42. That is a very large gap. 
that is way too long to go without confidence, without self-esteem, without the joy of just being you and playing how you wish to play and doing the things you wish to do because you want to do them that way. That's why stories like this need to be told. They need to be shared. And that's why we need to have conversations. And so I'd like to help you have those conversations. Um, I have put together some discussion questions that go along with the story of Brooklyn Shot. You can just head to the link in the description or go to sheplaysnow.com and you'll find everything that you need there. I just think no one should be paralyzed by perfection, should quit because they are making mistakes or should just be struggling with shame and silence. So I hope you share this podcast. I hope you share this story and I hope you have the conversation and be the someone who puts their arm around another and says, I see you and I'm proud. Thanks for listening to the Standing O podcast. If you'd love more stories and episodes like this, please leave a review and let us know. Thanks for subscribing, sharing, and tuning in. Until next time, this is Coach D and I'm cheering you on.